Welcome to Boldly Bald Women, surviving and thriving in a hair-obsessed world. If you are grappling with the emotional and social impacts of hair loss, whatever the cause, and frustrated with hot, itchy wigs, this is the place for you. Your host, Pam Fitros, international best-selling author of Boldly Bald Women, guides women on a weekly journey from wanting to hide to becoming courageously bold. Pam herself has alopecia universalis, which has caused permanent loss of all body hair. Listen as she shares inspirational stories and interviews with experts offering insight into recovering self-confidence and reclaiming joy. Now, here's your host, Pam Fitros. Hi, this is your host, Pam Fitros. Today we're speaking with Liesl Teversham. Liesl is an EFT expert. After 10 years in the music industry and another 10 years as a computer programmer, Liesl started her third career in the emotional wellness industry in 2005. Her biggest eye-opener was learning how unresolved emotions negatively impact our success journey. She qualified in many methods to resolve the past challenges quickly and simply. Liesl is the co-founder of the EFT Academy of Southern Africa and an EFT trainer. She's the author of No Problem, The Upside of Saying No. She helps women all over the globe put themselves back on their own priority list, guilt-free. She's the center of the Savvy Care Secrets Telesummit and the Grow Yourself to Grow Your Business Telesummit. Liesl's first book, No Problem, The Upside of Saying No, is a handbook for those who struggle to take care of themselves, feel exhausted, resentful, and never have a moment for their own priorities. The book guides the reader to understand what lies beyond the deep reluctance to say, I'm so sorry, this time I can't help. It is filled with stories, anecdotes, solid research, helpful practical tips, and a very effective and powerful tool to shift the reluctance and reduce stress. It also talks about change, the fight-flight response, the role of the subconscious mind, and provides 24 ingenious ways to say no kindly. A free e-course is available to breeders to start saying no to overwhelm while saying yes to their own health and well-being. Welcome, Liesl. Thank you so much, Pam. It's really wonderful and a privilege for me to be with you today. Lisa, as you know, Boldly Bald Women is about women reclaiming their joy and not feeling obligated to hide in the shadows and feel ashamed of themselves and their bald heads or shaven heads and not having to hide under the hot, itchy wigs if they choose not to. It's about teaching women how to go out into society with their heads up and confident. How do you think that EFT can help with that? Can you, can you tell us a bit about EFT, what it is, and how it works? Absolutely, I'd love to do that, Pam, and I do understand that it's, that it's a huge challenge that women go through if they have this challenge in their lives, and so I'd love to explain how EFT might be able to help them. So first of all, just a little background, is EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques, 
And what it really is, it's a really unique way to calm yourself so that you can think about your problem clearly and calmly and then get into appropriate action. Now, often when we're stressed out, our brains just stop working completely. I don't know if you've had that experience. Oh, yeah. You know? (laughs) So we get a brain fog and it feels like there's, I don't know, frozen yogurt or something in your head instead of a brain. (laughs) (laughs) So... That is what EFT is particularly good with. It can help us to get that frozen yogurt all into the neurons again that's supposed to doing the thinking work so that we can make decisions about what is going to be best for us. And a little bit of background of how EFT started is it was actually created by an engineer. And I think that's very uh, good to understand that it's, it's not some airy-fairy thing. It's an engineer with a very left-brained approach to life. Um, he was, his name was Gary Craig, um, lives in the U.S., and he was uh, trained at Stanford. And he was always very interested in the personal performance industry and, you know, what blocks some people from achieving success and why are others very successful from the outset. He trained with a psychiatrist um, called Dr. Roger Callahan, and this man incorporated some tried and tested principles from the East into his psychiatry practice. And Gary Craig, the engineer, made the whole process just very simple and easy to learn, and he came up with like a recipe that anyone can learn to help themselves to de-stress from literally any problem they face. EFT is simple to learn and it can be used for anything from a physical pain to an emotional gremlin like fear or anxiety or um, past events that still bother us or things like being anxious about going into the world without a wig. It's just really an an amazing tool that I want to share with your listeners today. What EFT really does, though, is fascinating. There's a little part of the brain called the amygdala, and it's a little almond-shaped part of the brain. It's the main fear center of our brain. And when this part is overactive, we can't really think, and that's where the frozen yogurt comes in. This thing called EFT, and as it's also known, tapping. If we tap with our finger points on particular stress relief points on our body, it actually sends calming signals to the amygdala and helps the body to relax about the apparent problem or challenge that we're facing. And then because the body now relaxes, we get out of the fight or flight mode and our brain can start thinking again and processing thoughts and deciding what's going to be in our own best interest and how to move forward. Do the tapping places, the place where you tap, do they kind of go along with um, acupuncture? Are they like the the electrical meridians on our body or, or are those different places? You're actually right on the nose, Pam. They do go along with the acupuncture places. So, because, you know, acupuncture has been around for about 5,000 years and it's been very effectively used in the East. About a couple hundred years ago, it sort of made its way into the West. And so we use acupressure sometimes also when you just press with your thumb or your finger into um, specific of those places. Now, these points that we use in EFT are... Or either at the end or the 
um, beginning point of those uh, 12 meridians, 14 meridians in the body. And because they're close to the surface, we don't need to use needles to stimulate those points. We use the light tapping from our fingers to stimulate those points. And it's like almost like the body um, is like there's an electrical system, a, an electrical current, uh, like a circuit board running through our bodies that provide the body with energy and with enough energy for every organ to feed it and let it do its job well. When that energy isn't flowing well, we can... That was Gary Craig's discovery is when the energy isn't feeling well, we feel stressed out emotions and then it can literally then turn into a disease later on if we don't uh, unblock that. So that's what EFT is effective with. It, it sends calming signals to the brain and at the same time lets the body's energy flow again and we actually feel the difference. We feel great and relieved and uh, stress-free. Well, I've had experience with acupuncture, Lisa, and, and I do know how effective that is. And as you're talking about the electrical system, what I visualize is a short where two wires are maybe exposed and, and they come together and they're shorting out the energy so that it doesn't make the complete circuit. And it sounds like what you're doing is you're tapping on these points and that is fixing those wires so they're not touching anymore and the electrical current is allowed to flow through again. So I find this very fascinating in knowing from myself how acupuncture does work in releasing body tension and, and muscles that are spasming and how quickly that can work. I'm very excited to share this with my listeners. Those of us who have been diagnosed with alopecia or who have gone through cancer therapy, chemo or radiation, or others who simply have a trichotillomania, which is a, an uncontrollable urge to pull out our own hair, we're highly self-conscious, and we cringe with shame about our conditions initially. It's so very difficult in a hair-obsessed society to walk out and be a totally bald woman. So many of us hide underneath wigs, and just because we don't want to look different. We don't want people pointing and asking questions. And especially for women, where men are accepted to be bald in this country, and, and I'm sure in South Africa as well, you would never walk up to a bald man and say, oh, do you have cancer? Are you going through chemo? And yet many women, if they are walking out in the street and they have no hair, many people have come up and said, how much more chemo do you have? What stage is your mm. cancer in? And although I am a cancer survivor, I didn't have to have chemo or radiation. But I still understand exactly how that works. So now I'm wondering if EFT is a tool that we can use to help us manage and minimize our own fears and strong emotions. Can you show us how EFT works if anyone's on the call and they have some things that are going on for them? Is there something that you could do that would be aimed specifically at helping us cope with the, the strong emotions and the fear and anxiety of hair loss? Absolutely, Pam, and thanks for asking that question. You know, I really just love being able to share this tool because, for instance, I grew up 
in a home where nobody knew what the heck to do with their emotions. My mom was depressed when I was growing up and, you know, the doctors shove some pills down your throat when you feel depressed. So that's the only tool they gave my mom. And my dad is unemotional. He was always trying to... uh, get us to forget our emotions and say, no, no, don't cry, don't cry. So, you know, I didn't grow up in an emotionally intelligent home. And Mm -hmm. when I found EFT, it's like a whole new world, you know, opened up for me. So I just want to share that with our listeners as well, as we do have strong emotions all throughout our life. And especially when big challenges like a health challenge arise for us, if we're not given a tool to deal with it, it all usually goes under, you know, it gets buried or suppressed which is not healthy for the body anyway, or we sometimes express it in an inappropriate way on somebody who doesn't deserve it, you know, like the husband who gets all the irritation and frustration. So it's been a lousy day, you're tense, you're stressed, and and you jump on the first person who's there. You know, it's... um... Correct. And then it just adds to how horrible we already feel because now we have the guilt of, I took it out on the wrong person and they didn't deserve it. So EFT is exactly a tool that can help us actually do is get in touch with what's really happening for us, the emotions that we are feeling. So it encourages us to really feel it and then it gives us a way to really let it go as well. So we don't have to sit in it and, uh, you know, get depressed or feel really angry for a long time. We are allowed to feel it and say it's okay to feel my emotions and I'm okay or I'm an okay person even though I have these emotions. And then with the tapping on the various uh, stress relief points, we relieve the emotion and it just leaves the body and it's really amazing. So I'd love to maybe do some tapping with you on the call today if... Um, you know, there are some people listening who have some strong emotions and that would like to learn a way to let go of that. So would that be okay with you? Oh, I think that would be wonderful, Liesl. And this would be something that our listeners could listen to and follow along with and actually uh, work on themselves. Is that correct? Absolutely. 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 And, you know, what they could also do is, for instance, if they didn't follow along so well the first time, they can rewind this and, you know, play it over and over and, and tap along with us as many times as they want to so to relieve what they're feeling 100%. You redo it again and again. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes, absolutely, you can. Sometimes in what we call it a tapping round, you know, when we've tapped through all the points in the sequence that we that I'm going to teach you just now, sometimes mm-hmm. we tap through that sequence once only and we feel enough relief to be able to go on with our day. And other times, uh, you know, the emotion is very strong and we need to redo a few rounds of that same sequence with maybe slightly altered words. So I will... I will explain the process to you in a moment and then we'll do a few rounds so that people can get an idea of what this is really going to be like and for them to feel what it is. What fun! This is going to be really interesting. <laughs> oh, fun is good. I love fun. So maybe we can start over here that... Um, Seeing that we don't have anybody else on the call today that I can ask them how they are feeling right now because that's the first step of EFT is to really just determine how we are feeling about a problem or a situation right now. So if if I can ask you, even if you're not feeling a strong emotion today because I know you've been on this journey for a while and you may have been able to work through a few of your anxieties and fears and shame and, and whatever else there may have been. But if you could think back to when you started this journey 
What is an example of an emotion that would have been strong for you? Well, I can think of two. Um, mm-hmm. First was the fear of being different. Oh. There's a total okay. landscape change. When you look in your, in your mirror one morning and you have hair and a week later you have nothing or you have spots and there's just scraggly amounts of hair, it's a whole new landscape. It's very disconcerting. It's very frightening and depressing. And then there is the fear of going out in public and the reactions that you're going to get from people. So the tendency, because women are so traditionally defined by their crown of glory and because all of our advertising is respect the scalp and the hair is the biggest part of a woman's identity as far as her sexuality and her attractiveness is concerned. Um, When you go without that, you have a tendency to hide and that comes from both fear and shame. So I think I would have to say that the two biggest feelings that go on are fear and shame. Mm. The depression, the shock and the depression are sort of, they're there, but the most predominant one, at least for me, was the fear of the change and the shame of looking at myself and thinking there was something wrong with me, that I, okay. I was wrong. I had not taken care of myself. There was something that I hadn't done right. And the false belief that maybe it would come back again and stay. And there were a lot of ups and downs with that. But I think the primary one that I would focus on would be the the primary two would be the, the fear and the shame. Mm. Okay. Okay. And thank you for sharing so openly. That's another point I just want to mention is EFT works best when we're as honest as possible. So this is not the place to try and suppress or hide how we really feel. EFT Mm. is brilliant at helping us to be honest, completely honest, and just let it all out. And then we're going to tap through the sequence and, and just release it all so that it can relieve us and so that we can live a life of feeling good about ourselves. So, Excuse me, as you're speaking yes. about this, Liesl, what I'm feeling inside is hopeful. There's just a hope reaction that once I get all the feeling out and I'm not stopped by that, I'm not frozen by that feeling, then I can decide if I really want to go out bald to be comfortable for myself or if, no, I don't, I really would prefer to wear a wig. And that's where I would like to see people get to is to make that choice based on their own comfort and not based on taking care of other people and their feelings. We get rid of that emotion and then we can make the decision based on what we want to do and not what we think we should do. Is that right? Do I have that right? Absolutely. You've got it absolutely right because when we have strong emotions, we're almost led by the nose by those emotions. It's like the brain is now in that freeze mode where we're not actually able to think about it clearly and calmly and make the best decisions for us. It's the emotion that rules us at that point. We make an emotional decision because we're scared of other people's reactions or you know feel different and shame and all of that. So EFT gives us the ability to clear all of that so we start with a clean slate and then we have choice 
This is going to be such fun, Sam. So maybe what I'll do is just talk everybody through where the points are exactly so that they can follow along along with us as we tap. And what we'll also do then is we'll make sure that you are able to get this download. Uh, there will be a download for you, like we call it an EFT cheat sheet, so that you can follow along and look on, on a piece of paper where the points are. So I'm just going to, for now, just talk you through the points. Okay. So where we start off is we call it the karate chop point. So on the side of one of your hands where Jackie Chan would chop through a big block of wood, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the fleshy part of the, of the side of the hand. We call it the karate chop point and you're going to tap with three or two fingers of the other hand on that fleshy side of this first hand. Okay. And I'll, go and, um, I'll lead you through those words just now. So for now, we're just going to tap continuously. So everybody just find your karate chop point with one hand and tap. Uh, you know, say I'm using my right hand and I'm tapping with my right hand fingers on the left hand karate chop point. So we, we do this point for a specific reason and it's to help us to deal with change. And I bet that some of us have to get comfortable with change because this is a kind of change that's thrown into our lives and not that one that we make by choice. What we do while we tap continuously on the side of the hand on the karate chop point is we say our problem and then we add an affirmation to it. So I'm going to say something, Pam, and then maybe if you can just repeat it for me so that we can just give people an example of what we're going to do. So tapping on the side of your hand, say, even though I've got all this fear and shame, even though I've got all this fear and shame, I deeply and completely... I deeply and completely want to love and accept myself anyway. Want to love and accept myself anyway. Okay, great. Now we do this three times on the side of the hand. So just continuously tap as we're busy talking and say again, even though I've got all this fear and shame. Even though I've got all this fear and shame. About my hair loss. About my hair loss. And being different. And being different, I deeply and completely, I deeply and completely want to love and accept myself anyway. Want to love and accept myself anyway. Great. And a third time, even though I feel so, so ashamed, even though I feel so ashamed, and I'm really scared of being different, and I'm really scared of being different. I deeply and completely I deeply and completely want to love and accept myself anyway. Want to love and accept myself anyway. Great. So that is the first part of our EFT recipe. So we tap on the side of the hand, date our problem, we say exactly what we feel plus an affirmation that says even though I've got this problem, I'm still an okay person. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's the first part of EFT. Now we go to the actual tapping points or the stress relief points on the body. And then we use a very short phrase to remind us of our problem. And in this case, we're just going to use a phrase like all this fear or all the shame. And I'm going to chop and change a little bit on the different points. Okay. okay, so the first point we're going to go to is use your uh, right hand again, the, the second and third finger. Go to the 
beginning of the eyebrow just next to the bridge of the nose. So just where you can feel the hairs of, well, this is now an interesting one, right? <laughs> well, honey, I haven't got any hairs I can feel. <laughs> but I guess I'll go with the bone structure. <laughs> or where I remember those eyebrows used to be. <laughs> exactly. Please bring back the memory of where your eyebrows used to be. Oh, my word, Pam. I guess you get this all the time, right? People referring to something you don't have anymore. <laughs> well, Lisa, I tell you, I don't miss those eyebrow hairs. The ones I miss are my nose hairs because in the in the wintertime when it's cold, the air goes in straight into my lungs and there's no little seconds of warming and my lungs get really uh, startled with that cold air. And in the summertime, I wind up with a protein snack of little tiny bugs that your nose hairs usually catch and, and oh. they wind up as protein snacks on the back of my throat. So my eyebrows oh. I'm fine with. Okay. <laughs> Back to the eyebrows. <laughs> as, long okay. as, as long as we don't have to do nose hairs, I'm good. <laughs> no, we'll leave those out today. All right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, Pam, this is so fun. Okay, so for those who have eyebrows, um, go to the inner eyebrow point, in other words, next to the bridge of your nose. And if you don't have eyebrows anymore, just try and remember where they kind of started. So <laughs> it's right, you know, between the bridge of your nose and um, sort of the top of your of your bank of the, of the eye. Right. So okay. that's the first point. We call it the eyebrow point. So, so sorry, guys. This is a little <laughs> bit, I just say, politically incorrect today. <laughs> <laughs> but it already feels better because we can laugh, right? <laughs> oh, um, yes. All right, so just tap that point with two or three fingers. Maybe two is better because it's a small little spot. And tap the point and say, all this fear I have. All this fear I have. And now you go to the side of the eye and it's where the bony bit of your eye stops, just right next to the side. So it's not on your temple, it's closer to the side of the eye where the bony bit stops. And tap gotcha. there again and say, all this fear about being different. All this fear about being different. Great. And then go to under the eye and it's also where the, the bank of the eye stops, the bony bit underneath your pupil. And tap there continuously also while you're saying all this fear about being all different. All this fear about being different. Great. And then go to underneath your nose. There's that middle bit just between your mm -hmm. upper lip and your nose. Mm -hmm. Tap there right in the middle. And also just repeat again all this fear about being different. All this fear about being different. Great. And then tap between your lower lip and your chin, that in that little groove just above your chin. And again, repeat, I'm just so scared, I'm suddenly so different. I'm just so scared, I'm suddenly so different. And then we go to the collarbone point. We call it the collarbone. It's just, you know, where a man would knot his tie? Mm-hmm. If that's sort of the middle area, just to the side of that is where both of your collarbones start. There are those little bony protrusions, either the beginning of the, or the end of your collarbone, in the middle, just next to your neck. Okay. So those bony bits that stick out, just tap just slightly below them. 
And again, we repeat all this fear that I'm feeling about this hair loss. All this fear that I'm feeling about this hair loss. And everything that it means. And everything that it means. And next point we call under the arm. So it's on the seam of your body, on the side of your body, about four fingers underneath your armpit. So for a lady, it's more or less where the bra strap is. And I'm guessing we're probably all ladies on the call, so I don't need to explain anything else. You'll know where your bra strap is. Is that on the right side? I switch hands or is that on the left side? Great question, Pam. We can tap on any side of the body. It doesn't actually matter. These energy channels, we've been talking about the meridian, so on both sides of the body. So you can actually all the time use both sides of the body to tap if you want to, or just one side. So you can use your your right hand on your left side or your right hand on your right side, and it's not going to matter at all. So it doesn't really matter if you're a lefty or a righty. You can... Absolutely not. Okay. Great. So tapping under the arm point, and again, just repeat all this fear about being different. All this fear about being different. Great. And there are some other points on the body that I'm not going to cover now, and we're going to go straight to the top of the head. So just right on top of your head, in the middle of your head, right on top, there are a few points there. So just tap sort of in a little circle, just with your, all your fingers, and tap there and say, I've got all this fear about hair loss. I've got all this fear about hair loss. And about being different. And about being different. And my whole life is changing. And my whole life is changing. Great. And now I want everybody just to take in a nice deep breath. Great. So what we've just done is one complete round of EFT. What I didn't do is usually I ask the person that I'm tapping with to get a sense of how much the problem affects them at this moment. In other words, I could have asked you before we started tapping, Pam, on a scale of 0 to 10, how afraid do you feel or how much fear do you have about being different and all the changes that are taking place and what it means in your life? So you could have perhaps given me a number out of 10, like maybe it was an 8 out of 10. So if I asked you now to guess how afraid you were, what would you say? Well, this is very interesting, Liesl, because, you know, even though I'm not afraid anymore, I could feel those feelings as I was saying it. I could remember what that felt like, and I could, I could conjure up those feelings again so that, oh. that I was actually feeling them. And what I feel now is it's like a release. I would have to say that the whole tenseness and the whole sense of the gripping of that feeling has reduced significantly. I would have to say it's like down to a two or a three as I am hooked back into those feelings as I have rerun the visual and the emotional responses in my body to those initial feelings. I would have to say it's gone down to about a two or a three. Oh, that is brilliant, Pam. And if you could sort of Tell me just, you know, if you could take a wild guess, where were they when we started as you were tuning into them? I would put it at a 10. It's really very, very, very frightening and very shaming and and the changes are so stark, it's shocking to your whole system. And so I would put that at at a 10 when I 
when I went through those feelings. In rerunning that cycle, that's a huge drop. By the time we got under the arm, I could feel things start releasing. And then when you got to the head, in the center of the head, it was like there was this quiet little whoosh. Wow, that is fantastic, and I'm so glad that you experienced that. I also want to say that some of our listeners may be feeling the same way, and some of them may still have very strong feelings, and in both cases, it would be completely normal. So I just want to assure you, you're already feeling different because Mm. of hair loss, so I don't want you to feel that you are different also because you're not getting the same amount of relief as Pam. So we are all different, remember, we all have different levels of what's going on for us. So even if you still have a strong feeling of fear, you would be completely normal and it's okay. And that's why I said in the beginning, we sometimes have to go through a few rounds of EFT on one particular emotion because before it comes down to where we want it to be. So just to let you know that it would be okay if you're still feeling a strong one. So if the feelings are still there, say maybe they were at a 10 and they went down to an 8 or a Mm. 9, or they didn't go down at all, or even you felt more tense, you could Mm. do the rounds repeatedly like one after another? Absolutely, absolutely. You just do them one after another as many times as it takes to to get that feeling released. Am I understanding that correctly? You're understanding at 100%. So we can do this over and over and over. We can't overdo it. So when we stop tapping is when we feel great or, you know, when we at least down to a manageable level. So you can just keep tapping over and over, complete, you know, do the next round. So why don't we do one more round in case um, somebody is still at a high number, Pam, and then, you know, it would also help us to firm up the process because we've only done the points once now. So let's just do that one more time. Okay. Is that okay for you? Yes. Okay, perfect. So we go to the side of the hand again, the karate chop point, and just tap there. And this time I'm not going to talk so much, so I'll just say the words and, and we go to, to the next point every time. So side of the hand, tap the karate chop point and say, even though I still have some of this fear. Even though I still have some of this fear. And I just feel so different. And I just feel so different. And it feels horrible to me. And it feels horrible to me. And it's just such a shock what's happening to my body. And it's just such a shock what's happening to my body. And I can't do anything about it. And I can't do anything about it. I'm just out of control with this. I'm just out of control with this. And I deeply and completely love and accept myself anyway. And I deeply and completely love and accept myself anyway. Great. So we do this two more times. Even though it's just such a shock what's happening to my body. Even though it's such a shock what's happening to my body. And I'm really scared about my future. And I'm really scared about my future. I don't know what this this is going to mean in my life. I don't know what this is going to mean in my life. I deeply and completely love and accept myself anyway. I deeply and completely love and accept myself anyway. And the third time, even though this is just such a shock. Even though this is just such a shock. I can't control any of this. I can't control any of this. And it's really upsetting. And it's really upsetting. And I'm really afraid. And I'm really afraid. 
I deeply and completely love and accept myself anyway. I deeply and completely love and accept myself anyway. Great. So go to, we call it the eyebrow point, even though you may not have hair there. Eyebrow point. So tap there and say, all the shock. All the shock. Side of the eye. I'm just so shocked at what's happening. I'm just so shocked at what's happening. Under the eye. This was a huge shock and I'm still processing it. This was a huge shock and I'm still processing it. Under the nose. I'm just so afraid of what it's going to mean to me. I'm just so afraid of what it's going to mean to me. And in the chin point, I'm just so scared about this whole process. I'm so scared about this whole process. Collarbone points. I don't know what to do. I have no control here. I don't know what to do. I have no control over this. Under the arm, I'm just so, so afraid. I have so many fears about this. I'm just so, so afraid. I have so many fears about this. And then top of the head, I don't know what to do. I can't control it. I don't know what to do. I can't control it. I have all these fears. I have all these fears. And I would like to release them. And I would like to release them. I really would love to release them. I really would love to release them. Great. And then take one nice deep breath. Hmm. Great, Pam. And how does that feel? Just let me know what's going on for you. My shoulders have relaxed. My neck muscles have relaxed. My head feels as though it's just in a quiet, peaceful place. Not thinking anything, not not, it's not feeling anything. It feels neutral. It, it oh. doesn't feel positive or negative. It just feels neutral. Mm. Very different. Great. Very, Great. very different from... Very, very interesting. And you know how when you close your eyes and you see lights and things going on and, and you're still thinking thoughts? It's just like right. all of that stuff is just calmed down. And there's just this gray, peaceful, not depressing place behind my eyes. Very interesting. Very interesting. Fantastic. Now, isn't that a much more wonderful place to make a decision from to decide Mm. how to run your life from now on? Absolutely, and I can see where this would apply to so many different things. One thing I want to know, if you... Repeat the tapping until those feelings are gone. Is that then a permanent change or will you have to come back to it again? How does that work? That is another great question. I'm so glad you asked that, Pam. So we find that sometimes the feelings come back, but I want to actually stress that it's not the same feeling that you had. It's a different layer of it because it's almost like we're peeling the onion. Um, Ah. 
you know, we start on the outside and we, we deal with the biggest ones first and they come down a little bit. And now next time we tap, we may feel fear again, but it may be fear about a slightly different thing this time. Like maybe I'm not so scared anymore about being different, but now I'm scared about, well, what is, what's my boss going to say to me? Or what will the expression be on people's faces when they see my bald head? Mm-hmm. So can you hear that it, we call it it's different aspects? So we, we can have different emotions about a thing. We can have different um, coming at it from a different angle about the same emotion. So what my advice or guidance would be is just keep tapping for whatever comes up. It's like we're peeling layers of the onion. And if it mm-hmm. feels like the fear is back, it's not exactly the same piece of the fear. We've got many different pieces. It's like a piece, of, like a puzzle. And, you know, there's this piece of the fear and that piece of the fear. And maybe it's pressing a button of sometime in the past when I was different and people, children laughed at me when I was in school. And, you know, so there could be things that we could go and uh, clear about our childhood that made us feel different when we were at school. I see. It could trigger other things within you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why we all react differently. I see. The fear does come from different places. The initial thing was, what are my neighbors going to say when I go out and get the mail and I don't have any hair on? And one of my neighbors did say, well, I like you better with a hat on or a wig on. And that was very hurtful for me at that point. The fear rolled into hurt that my neighbor would think that it's more important that I have a wig on or wear a hat than that I'm comfortable with myself and well and healthy. I had to work through those things as well, but what a tool this would have been if I'd had that then to release those things because sometimes those things would hold on for days. Sometimes I would have dreams about what people had said and I would see that I was trying to process that stuff during my dreams, but wow, this is just a lot more direct and a lot faster I'm wondering, does this work in a group setting or is it more of a one-on-one thing? EFT is wonderful that way, Pam. It offers us each, you know, you can do it in a group or one-on-one. And what I love about groups really is um, that we can work in a way that nobody has to know exactly what's going on for you on the inside about everything or they don't have to know the story because we can all just tap for how we feel in the body you know when you feel fear you could have a tightness in your chest or you could have a like a clenching sensation in your solar plexus or you could have butterflies on your stomach and when we work in a group we don't need to reveal exactly what's the story or you know exactly how how emotional we feel but we can work with the sensations in our body and working that way is a safe way for everybody in the group to experience and so in a group it could even be a little bit more powerful because we're all focused in on the same thing and it's like in the group we all help each other to clear whatever is there for all of us and one-on-one of course we can take it a little bit deeper because I can work with one person at a time specifically about how you feel and your background and history and your triggers so Mm -hmm. they both have exceptional benefits and one isn't necessarily better than the other they can work would there be a leader in a group Lisa would would one person say the the feelings or would everybody just silently take No, it's a great question. It would work like what you and I have done now. It's Mm -hmm. just I would still be the leader, for instance, and then 
say there were 10 of you in the group, you would all say the words, the 10 people at the same time and do their tapping. So it's best in the beginning if you learn EFT to say the words out loud because mm-hmm. we, our minds have a tendency to just kind of run off. And when we don't want to feel an emotion, mm-hmm. the mind mm-hmm. is very good with steering us, you know, to the shopping list or, <laughs> or mm-hmm. to tomorrow's mm-hmm. task. So say the words out loud and, and yes, so in a group there would be a leader. And it's usually a person who's not so tuned into those emotions so that he can or she can be resourceful and be the leader and help everybody to feel safe so that the people in the group are the ones who are clearing out the triggers and emotions. Okay, that makes sense. So we can just redo it. Now, I want to I recap here a little bit. Once you learn where the points are, and you're going to be having a, a cheat sheet with a picture of all the tapping points on your website that people can download. Is that correct? Okay. Yes. So once you know where the tapping points are, you can do this by yourself, and you can say these things by yourself. Or if you're in a group, you can have a leader do it. Or I would imagine it's probably best in the beginning at least to do it like you and I just did it, where you have someone who is saying the words and you're following them. Yes, Pam. People on this call may not know where to go and find somebody to help them with the words. So a great place to start is just to start doing this by yourself and to learn the the recipe. And the recipe is think about your problem, decide which problem you're going to work with, which emotion. And it's best to try and see if you can take one at a time so it doesn't get overwhelming. So deal with one at a time. So say it's shame, for instance. Then make your your phrase that say, even though I feel so ashamed about being bold and add that affirmation phrase at the end that says, I deeply and completely love and accept myself anyway, or I want to love and accept myself anyway, if you doesn't feel like you can love and accept yourself right now. So that is the phrase and you tap on the karate chop point, even though I am so ashamed about my bald head, I deeply and completely want to love and accept myself. Do that three times and then you choose a short little phrase and you tap through all the points with that phrase. It says just all the shame I feel or I feel so ashamed. And then last point is in on the top of the head and take a nice deep breath in. And that is one round. And if you don't feel calm enough after that, repeat. Rinse and repeat. Lisa, if someone wanted to go further with this, is there a way that they can contact you? Because I understand that you offer programs about this. Tell us about what you have available and what you offer. Thanks, Pam. That's so kind of you. Yes, one of the things I love and enjoy most is that I can help people to feel so much better in such a short space of time. So I today, so I do do one-on-one on, one sessions, and that's not an option for you right now. Then I have a group program um, that we can all work on together to relieve your feelings. All these different because there must be so many emotions that come up in the course of a day: mm-hmm. the shame and the fear and the anxiety and the the guilt and feeling responsible for other people's emotions and therefore not doing what we really want to do, all of that. So I've already put together a program that's called Liesl's EFT Quick Start Guide, www.savvyselfgrowth.com. And I'll say it one more time, savvyselfgrowth.com. And savvy is S-A-V-V-Y, S-E-L-F and growth, G-R-O-W-T-H. 
my goal is to see every woman and every child who has hair loss issues be able to make a choice for themselves, not to be afraid of bullying in school, not to be afraid. And this would be for the parents of those children as well, so that they can teach their children how to do this. The book that you wrote, which is No Problem, The Upside of Saying No, would also be of use to my listeners because sometimes we have to say no to other people telling us that we have to acquiesce to what they want us to do from their perspective of what's right for us. And we have to say no to their views and taking care of their feelings so that we can say yes to our own choices. It's a wonderful book. It gives you ways to say no in a very non-offensive manner. I do believe, if I remember correctly, you had an e-course to support readers to start saying no. And that was a free course, wasn't it? That's correct, Pam. Yes, and thank you so much for your very kind words. So yes, there is a free course, the e-course, and also EFT is explained in detail in that book. So if you can't wait uh, to get started with EFT for yourself, that is a great place to read exactly how to do it. There's step-by-step instructions and you can start using it right away. That's available in both softcover and Kindle? Correct, yes, both of them. Wonderful. Um, I think the website where people can, can register for the e-course is thenoproblembook.com. Thenoproblembook.com. This gives our listeners several choices of what they can do, whether they choose to read the book first and then go on to sign up for the e-course. Now they have choices as to what they would like to do, and that is what your whole program is about, is offering people the ability to make choices for themselves in their own lives for what's best for them. So I want to thank you so much, Liesl, for taking the time to be here today and for sharing all of this with us. I think my shoulders are still very relaxed. It, I feel different. I, I'm, just, I'm so grateful that you shared that with us today. Oh, you're so welcome, Pam. And thank you so much for this invitation. It was delightful to speak with you. Thank you for this opportunity. And um, it was just a pleasure. Thank you again so much for your time and your energy invested in this. It's just been lovely talking to you. Thank you, Pam. To our listeners today, thank you so much for joining us. And remember, it's not the bald, it's the bold. Thank you for listening to Boldly Bald Women, surviving and thriving in a hair-obsessed world. If you've enjoyed this program, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. To find out more about Boldly Bald Women and receive a free gift from Pam, please visit www.boldlybaldwomen.com.